0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Dear All Heroes. Once again... You couldn't have held the
1: cough. I really tried. I really did. Can I do my intro? Please? You were doing it. I, I just coughed. You just... Ugh, whatever.
0: So... I tried anyway. to get
1: it off before you started because you had like a pause at the beginning there. But you just... You held out too long.
0: Anyway, guys. Thank you again for coming in and tuning in to Dear Hollow Heroes. I hope you all had a wonderful Thanksgiving, and we are back in this wonderful cold air. It's holiday season, and it's the season of giving. And for a Patriot fan standard, it is a season of giving L's to their fans. And I'm sad. That was a
2: horrible, horrible intro.
0: I'm sad.
2: Okay, um... (laughs) Did I mention that I'm sad? Yeah, but then you say Liam, like I should just pick up and start talking. I don't know what to do. Liam, about I'm happening. sad. Okay, I'm sorry. It's okay. But anyway, so... I'm not.
0: And anyway, I'm here with Liam Meekham. Hi. And Rose Pierre Rob Kelly. Hey, that's my name. And let's get into the top story. The Giants faced the Patriots in MetLife Stadium on Sunday at 1 o'clock. And I was in attendance with Liam, who is a Giants fan and me being a Patriots fan... Coming in with high hopes that this game will be good. First of all, should not have had a high we hopes. We didn't come in with any
2: high hopes. It was We it was, knew it was gonna be a terrible game.
0: And I and at the last second, with a game-tying field goal for the Patriots, thirty yards, little over an extra point, whiffed it, and the Patriots fall to two and nine and have won the tank pole. Yay. But what do you think of that game about both sides after watching it in person,
2: um, So let's talk about the quarterback situation on both sides, because I think it was glaringly obvious. Um, will the Patriots have three turnovers?
0: Three interceptions. Yeah,
2: and they were all bad. They were really bad.
0: First <clears> one <throat> was a overthrow to the safety. Second one was a... Uh, was a Lord a Lord linebacker interception, and the third one was a throw to triple coverage.
2: So I think uh, those three picks really exemplified what really was the Drake May Bowl. Um and it was on display that you guys need a quarterback worse than we do. And that's not because I believe in Daniel Jones, it's not because I believe in Tyrod Taylor. I think Tommy DeVito is just good enough to be okay. And that was also on display, you could see he was making throws. You see that one throw to Jalen Hyatt, Hyatt all the way down the sideline?
0: Yeah. Like the Beautiful three ball. times he did that? Beautiful ball. <laughs> they did like three times.
2: Yeah, and Daniel Jones and Tyrod Taylor both have shown this season that they will not throw that ball. They've opted to not throw it. And DeVito had pressure in his face all day. He was, you know, running for his life half the time, but he still had some good throws. He had some bad throws, but he had some good throws. There was some, some potential there. On the other side, Mac Jones and Bailey Zappi looked horrible the entire game. So, Ramondre
0: was the only reason. I think it was
2: fitting, honestly, that you guys won the draft pick but lost the game.
0: What was what was on display in that game that I couldn't help but notice was just the uh, the the realization that if you ever, and I mean ever, blame Bill Belichick for anything that these quarterbacks are doing. You
2: he drafted s- the quarterbacks.
0: Robert Kraft pressured him to draft Mac Jones.
2: He drafted the quarterback. He put the team together. I don't want to hear. Don't blame Bill. Be- Be- Belichick. don't
0: blame those throws. They were not any coaching anybody's fault. Other than that, was just a horrible ball. And I've and I've thought about this for a while. And after watching it in person, I always had a little hope that he'd figure it out. And I didn't believe in him, but I always had a little hope. But I had a realization on something. Remember when people said, "Oh, but Mac Jones had a good rookie year." You've heard that excuse, right? Yeah. Why was the Why was his rookie year good? Probably because teams hadn't figured him out. Um. No, that's not my answer. Why was Why do people think Mac Jones had a good year? Why Why Does anyone have an answer? Because the Patriots went ten and seven and made the postseason, Yeah. Right. right and how did they do that? Yeah,
2: they, they got smooth.
0: So what happened was, is the Patriots won on a seven-game win streak, correct? And then, but they started the season two and four, and ended the season like, I think just like one or two more wins at the end of the season. Terrible. Mac Jones was garbage in every game of all those bad stretches, besides that seven-game win streak, except one where he faced uh, Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That was a good game. In that seven-game win streak, Mac Jones was okay. He had two games that I think were good. When he beat the Cleveland Browns at home. Now listen to the team I just said, the Cleveland Browns. Yeah. And when he did not throw the ball at all against the Buffalo Bills.
2: Yeah. Remember that? They wouldn't even trust him to throw a pass. So, throw, I, what did he throw? Two passes?
0: So why did were the Patriots good? They had two Starting running backs at the time. One is no longer. But they had two starting running backs in Ramondre Stevenson and Damian Harris. Ramondre was your backup at that time. You had one of the better O-lines in the league. And you had a top three defense. That is why they won.
2: Yeah, obviously. So You this, were the only one in this circle here that was on the Mac Jones hype train. So Everyone else knew he was garbage. Not everybody else. <laughs> uh, Me and Rob did.
1: Yeah, no, we, we thought he was trash from day one. Sorry. Whatever but so I, I, I remember the conversation being all year long I think it's just your defense and your O line helping him and you're like you no 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 the no, delusional was not
0: us I was never that delusional but what I'm trying to get at is I've always believed he could figure it out and he never did you could say it was three offensive coordinators you could say it's this you could say it's that but at the end of the day a pick like he threw to Bobby O'Karake that is not coaching that is not the situation. That was just a horrendous pass. I mean,
2: you can't argue that it was well-coached.
0: Yeah, can't argue that. But, at the end of the day, who throws that pass to Bobby Okereke?
2: There was no one
0: open. He threw a jump ball to Mike Kosicki behind the line of scrimmage before that pass. He just, I don't know, people say he has the Y
2: word. And that's what I believe. He never had anything. never had anything. So you can't get you can't, at best. That's what he has. You can't get the yips if you never had talent to start with.
0: Exactly. So, well, he actually did his rookie year. He had some talent. We're we're we just, you just went on he a had no Running backs. He had running backs,
2: and he had Jacoby Myers, and he had. I'm talking about Mac Jones. I'm not talking about the Patriots organization. So, <clears throat> uh, can I just say one thing about the the champion team uh, from that game?
0: Yes, I know you have
2: you had stats prepared for this. We are now two games out of a playoff spot.
0: That's incredible.
2: Yeah, at least in the win column. Uh, and we play the Packers, Saints, and Rams, all with one, win, one more win than us. If we win those games and then beat the Eagles, who will be resting starters at the end of the season, technically we could make a playoff game.
0: Now here's my question. Do you want to make a playoff game? Yes. Now here's my next question. Knowing that if you make a playoff game, odds are... You are not getting another quarterback. Do you? Are you okay with either Daniel Jones coming back and taking the starting role and Devito at backup, or would you want there to be QB I would take
2: Penix late first round rather than move up draft Caleb Williams or Drake May.
0: Well, this is my thing. Caleb Williams isn't even fully guaranteed to be going to the NFL next year.
2: He'll he'll be in the NFL.
0: Well, th- you can't say that because it's <coughs> actually gigantic speculation over whether or not he's going or not.
2: Okay, well, you so
0: if he doesn't, so if he doesn't, which is
2: Again, I'll, like ta- I'll take the term. risk being a mid-round draft pick and getting a playoff spot rather than not doing anything. Also,
0: if you get a playoff spot, are the Giants even going to draft a quarterback
2: now? Because now, the, now they're back up. In, okay, if we lose out and get the good draft pick, is the quarterback guaranteed to be good? That's true. No, there's risk, risks risk. Well, I know what around. you're saying. So you take the win now.
0: Well, I know. I, I agree with your decision-making on <clears> that. But if you go to the playoffs, who's to say you're even going to draft a quarterback? I doubt it. If Tommy DeVito leads you guys to a playoff spot, what's the point? Because you have a quarterback. You might be right. You, you have a backup quarterback and leads you to. The if he keeps season. winning yeah.
2: out, I'll I I would rock with him for you. You have
0: a QB controversy on your hand. You have who's going to start?
2: Which hopefully not Daniel Jones. Which is the problem though?
0: Because as you said, if you have two quarterbacks, you have zero nine.
2: quarterbacks. So. That's and, and if one's getting paid the money, that's the guy that's going to be starting. Exactly. So that's going to be controversy
0: within itself. Yeah. Which. So that's why. That's the reason I'm like I, I'm not entirely sure I want to win with DeVito in a way of future wise because you don't want to have the QB controversy on your hand. But of course, win now is always what you want.
2: I also have some random stats that I would just like to point out because I think they're you know important or cool. Um, so I'm going to do that now before we start our other segments. Okay. Uh, so first of all, Max Crosby. <clears throat> One of my favorite players in the NFL. Uh, is the first player since 2020 to be listed as doubtful and still playing the game that week. He was—he uh, went to the hospital the day before the game because his uh, leg was blown up so bad it looked like a balloon. And he said he felt like he was dying and couldn't move. He ended up playing the next day.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: How many snaps? Uh, the whole game.
0: That's incredible.
2: He was so swollen, he had to go to the hospital right before the game. Hasn't happened since twenty. Right
0: after or right before? Right before. That's insane. Yeah,
2: and he still played. If that's not toughness, I don't know what is. That's so cool.
0: He's the coolest player in the Yeah,
2: so sick. Uh, the other thing I would like to point out is the Chargers. Very unfortunate season this year. Um, but, you know, a lot of potential on that team. A lot of good players. Yeah. They're currently twenty seven million over cap for next season. And in twenty twenty four they're due to petty. Khalil Mack thirty nine million dollars. Joey Bosa thirty seven million dollars, Keenan Allen thirty five, Mike Williams thirty two, Derwin James twenty, Justin Herbert nineteen, Lindsley fourteen, and Sebastian Joseph day ten. There's no shot the Chargers stick around as contenders. They can't. They have to blow up the team. Yeah, they're done. They have to. They have to. I mean, they have to get rid of Mike Williams. They'll probably get rid of Derwin James.
1: How far over cap space did you You say you're? were? million already. How do they? How do you
2: do that? There's a lot of ways around it. What? How much is the tax for going over cap space? Uh, I don't know.
0: You know, what's another thing that's interesting about the Chargers is they've. Was it Herbert's played a certain amount of games and he's. Literally, like down the middle of 500, on um, like everything, and the Chargers are down the middle of 500 in point differential. Like they are just the definition of a mid team, and it, I find that very well, Staley
2: has to go. There's no question. Staley about
0: that. has to go, and I think you trade Derwin James. I don't think you're gonna get much from Mike Williams, but if I think a team might pick him up, you could get rid of Keenan Allen with the team. Uh, you might have to Khalil Mack. You're not getting anything for. Of course, you're not gonna trade Justin Herbert. You, might, you just signed him. You might. You. I think if you're desperate and want to blow it up, I think you trade Joey Bosa. I think he's getting towards that but age. I think
2: you. Uh, I think you might get rid of Khalil Mack and instead of Joey Bosa.
0: But how, who's going to want Khalil Mack?
2: <clears throat> I think contenders will. Yeah, a couple. You think mid season? You get a couple. of Well, not of teams
1: now. The trade who... deadline's passed. No, I'm thinking next year mid season. You might get rid of him next year mid season. You get, you get a couple teams who need some. D defensive help. They want a veteran on
2: the send team. Send them the bills. It's they did that already before with Von Miller. Well, I'll actually, the Bills are capped too. Yeah. Um. Yeah, there's plenty of places you would uh, you'd be able to send them.
0: But uh, that's an interesting segment we could do. Liam's stats of the day.
2: Kay. Liam's stats. I
1: but I was supposed to be the stat man. I'm the stat man.
0: Anyway. All right.
1: There was other big news you in You said that like you didn't get the reference. I didn't. There was other big... The scat man? I'm the scat man! And he just scats for seven minutes? Anyway,
0: so... I'm show you the scat man later. Okay. In, in recent news, Jets quarterback Aaron Rodgers is cleared to practice... <laughs>
2: <laughs> the story just makes me laugh I love it So He's
1: not going to do anything what It's just
2: a giant middle finger To modern medicine That's all it is He just wants to it's prove that he can do it Without using traditional methods And I'm not going to lie He recovered pretty quickly But it's kind of null and void Because the Jets suck so bad That they don't need him to come back
1: And not just that they don't need him to come back but I don't think he'd be able to anyway.
2: I think he would. You What's think he'd point? be
1: able to properly scramble out of a pocket, need be, and sprint downfield?
2: Maybe he's been way ahead of where he's been projected.
1: He should. He shouldn't even
0: be walking uh, correctly yet. Yeah. I. I he think was out of a
2: boot early. He was off crutches early. I mean, he's he's undeniably doing well.
1: We also say, you know, getting rid of modern medicine, but he still had surgery to repair his Yeah, kid. of
2: course, but he's also just taking ayahuasca in a desert to go heal his leg. Anyway. And, it, and it's worked.
1: So, has it worked, or has he just found a way to numb the pain so much that he can just walk on
2: Whatever potions he's mixing in his basement, it's working.
0: It's 21 days, and in that time, let's just say it's the next three weeks of Jets football, they'll play the Falcons, the Texans... And then the Dolphins. The good news is they're home for two of them. They're home against the Falcons and the Texans. But then they had the Sun Life Stadium. So it, it doesn't
2: matter. They're not at the at
0: best, you're going to go two and one, which would be six and eight. Yeah. That's actually, it's if you go two and one in the 21 days. I'm putting in Rodgers. See if you could go nine and eight. See if you could win and go above 500. You could make a playoff bid. But if you lose to the Falcons or the Texans,
2: which they'll lose to the Texans,
0: if you you have to beat the Falcons. So if you lose to the Falcons, it's completely over. Yeah, it's over. You're not gonna get. You're not gonna go undefeated against the Texans and the Dolphins and the Commanders and the Browns and the, and the Patriots. And the worst team on this list has a 15 game winning streak against you. The worst team on this list has a 15 straight game winning streak on you. So. You really have to... The Falcons are your best bet at this point, if not the Commanders, but still. Like, this is going to be a very dire situation for the Jets. Like, every week's a must-win. And I just... I, by the point that Rodgers comes back, unless they went 3-0 and or 2-1, and is there's no point in starting them. So, I, I think it's just news to be a giant middle finger to modern medicine. I agree with that. Yeah. But speaking of the standings, right now, guys, the... NFL NFL
2: playoff picture would look
1: kind of like this? Hold on, let me just check.
2: It's starting to shape out.
1: Well, you got your number one team in the AFC, the Baltimore Ravens. Kicking butt, taking names. Best defense in football. Good for you. Rob, are you proud of that? Yes, I'm very happy. They're they're, they're phenomenal. They're 9-3. and three. They're second best team in the league. They're only behind the <coughs> Eagles ten and one.
0: Yeah, it, they're they're doing pretty good. And then in second, it would be the top seed in the wild card race would be the Kansas City Chiefs. Third seed would be the Jacksonville Jaguars. Fourth seed would be Miami Dolphins, and the wild card would shape up with the Steelers, Browns, and Colts. In the bubble would be the Texans and Broncos, and then miracle heaves would be the Bills, Bengals, Raiders, and then you could and then the desperate. Heaves would be Chargers, Titans, Jets. And then, completely out of it, it's the Patriots. Yeah. So, of this AFC, how do you guys think it's... What's, what do you think is going to change to what we have? And what do you think? Who do you think's going to lose their playoff spot? Like, who do you think's going to get in? Who's I'm not in?
2: buying the Colts.
0: You're not buying the Colts no. at all? I mean, either.
2: I don't they are... Doing. They've won their last four, hmm. to be fair. To be fair. <clears throat> but, I'm not buying them.
1: They were two and five before
2: this? Either last four or last three. They're undefeated this month. Um...
1: One of the Steelers or Browns are going to fall. It's just which one. The Browns. No way. Steelers. See, the true. only reason I'm saying I, I'd go against that is that the Browns have one of the better defenses in all of football. Steelers also so have a the better Steelers. defense,
0: and they have the one of the best coaches in the league, who never
1: loses. True, but they also have Kenny Pickett as their quarterback.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, but who the Browns have? They're starting Joe Flacco next week.
1: Yeah, exactly, they have Joe Flacco.
2: Oh, my God. He he wasn't the even true that, Joe Shiesty. He wasn't even that good with the Ravens.
1: He was an elite quarterback. He had one
0: good. I will not take this slander. Dude, Super Bowl MVP. He got a starting job off of his Nick Foles run, and they're just out there saying he's an amazing quarterback. Mickey Mouse Super Bowl. <clears throat> yep. What do you? It was a 49ers chip, and you know it.
1: It was. Then they should have won it, but they didn't, did they? No, they didn't. The lights. The went commissioner out. had to turn the lights off just to give him half a shot. We were kicking their butts. Do you not remember that?
2: They were kicking. Yep, he's not wrong. But Joe this Flacco. was a Ravens team. That <laughs> but still Joe had... Flacco still sucks. <laughs> Let's talk about the NFC before oh, so before Rob seed. actually turns red and blows up.
0: The first seed, the first seed, and gets the bye week would be the Philadelphia Eagles. Obviously, the best team in the league. But I don't think they are the best team in the league. But they have. But you get my point. They're the best record.
2: I did get your point, but now you've confused me.
0: So. The Eagles with the best record in the league, but the best team in the league is
2: at the
0: uh, the 49ers. And then third is the Lions, and then winning the NFC South, which is just a consolation prize, is the NFL. They would be the
2: worst team in the playoffs right now.
0: By far. Uh, That's always the fourth seed in one one conference is the worst. Usually the NFC. And then at fifth would be the Cowboys. And then six would be the Seahawks. And then seven is the Vikings. Still we just in. lost to the Bears. Still, Bears. But in the bubble, all of them are under 500. The uh, right on the line are the Green Bay Packers, LA Rams, and New Orleans Saints. A uh, little bit of a desperate heave would be the Buccaneers, the Giants, and the Bears, and the Commanders. And out of it are the Cardinals and the Panthers. Yep. So what changes in the NFC?
2: Um. See, it depends on who that NFC South finishes up with. I I would like to say the Bucks are the better team, but I don't know if they'll be able to beat the Falcons. I
0: think Tom Brady really kind of screwed over the Bucks because their schedule was way harder than everyone else's. Yeah, I know. So their record—they're the best team, but they have the worst teams to face. They
2: got to play the. The one seed in every division.
1: I think Green Bay definitely has a shot of moving up the charts, especially over Minnesota, over Minnesota just because they have a more consistent team. you know Their defense has been injured, but... And Love's starting to heat up. And, but Love's starting to heat up. You saw him on Thanksgiving, But JJ's right? coming back. But Justin Jefferson comes back.
2: He's still got Dobbs throwing the ball, though.
1: But Dobbs, Dobbs did not look good this week. Dobbs no,
2: did not look good this week. Turned back into a pumpkin. But an astronaut, an astronaut pumpkin. Anyway, that's fair. The
0: I think the Vikings are going to keep that spot. I think the Packers won't make it. The team I'm I think it's going to come down to is the battle of the NFC South. But also to put in, uh, you also got to look like there could be a little stretch by the Giants or even. And I know you guys won't ever agree with this, but the Bears have a shot too. Like if they have the same position as the Giants, like if they went out, they could make a run. But I don't see, it. I don't nah, see I don't either know. of them. I see, but in my opinion, I see it to be almost, if not exactly, the same that we see here. Besides the NFC South, whoever wins the NFC South, which could be e- easily the Saints, Bucks, or Falcons, in the AFC, I see the Texans making it over the Colts. Uh, but I also, but the Broncos could really the mess Broncos, with that. yeah,
2: the Broncos could hop the Browns.
0: And you know what's crazy? I could see the Bills. I don't see the Bills making it. I think it's too. I think the Finns have too big of a it's lead. It's
2: tough. The, they're not losing the, they're not winning the division.
0: They're not winning the division division it's the wild card yeah now the wild card spots for the bills in this situation they have the third seed is wide open. The so s-
2: this week is going to be huge for the bills and they don't play. What I mean by that is the Broncos, Texans and Colts are half a game above the bills if and the Texans and Broncos play the bills or play each other. If the Colts can lose and one of the Texans or Broncos can will lose. They'll have to. They would have to. Well, not technically.
0: You They'll be, They could tie. Now the thing is, they want the Texans to win because the Broncos win. The Broncos will have the tiebreaker over them.
2: So they really. I don't to. know. If, I don't know if I feel that way because I think the Texans have a shot to win more games.
0: I agree, but at the end of the day, the Broncos
2: have to play in a tougher division. The Texans probably have an easy divisional game at the end of the year. you think so? Probably.
0: Well, let's see what the Broncos have to face. The Broncos for the rest of the year, they get the Texans, so then they get the Chargers, which isn't a guarantee. Nope. That, uh, then they get the Lions, which isn't tough. Which is tough. Patriots, that's a win for them. Chargers again, which I think they go one on one against them. And then the Raiders.
1: So last night. Even actually, the Raiders,
2: I wouldn't say, is a guarantee. I have the
1: Texas schedule. So you got Broncos, then you have the Jets. They'll win. Who've been falling off. Then you go against the Titans. They'll win. They'll win.
2: Then the Browns? They'll win.
1: Should win. Should win, but the Browns defense could always... But
2: even now, that could shoot the Browns right back down, and we could be talking about Browns versus Bills.
1: True. And then we got Titans again. They'll win. And then they finish out against the Colts.
2: They'll win. I don't see them losing.
1: So you think they'll win out? Now let's Is Is there not a great shot? Besides the Broncos... Now we got the Bills, I though. I think Broncos and Browns are the only two shots they have to lose. Yeah.
0: The Bills got a huge week this week. They placed, They face the Chiefs. Not this Then great. they
2: got the Cowboys. Yeah, that's my thing. I think the Broncos or the Bills play too tough of a schedule from here on out to actually realistically win that many games.
0: I think they should lose to the Chiefs, lose to the Cowboys, beat the Chargers, beat the Pats, and then lose to the Finns. So they're
2: 2-3 and three at the end of the they season. They could sneak a win against the Finns. And the Chiefs. They could beat the Chiefs. They, well, uh, by that logic, they could beat the Cowboys. I doubt
0: it. The Cowboys' defense will destroy Josh Allen. You think? No way. No way, jo- uh, But, uh, but it, I, the only way he could beat the Cowboys is he has that ridiculous Josh Allen decides to be the best quarterback in the league game. True.
2: That, that's any given week, But though. But
0: the problem is he needs to be that way for three games for the rest of the year. And unless... but uh, Do you see the way he's been playing this year? Do you see it happening three times in the last five games?
2: Can I see it? Or Do I realistically see it as the most likely option?
0: Of course it could happen, but realistically.
2: Realistically, no. I'd give him a 25% chance to make it happen. 25% chance? To win those games he needs to win. Regardless of what the other teams do. So I'm not saying it's a 25% chance to get in.
0: He needs to go above 500. He needs to go 3. They need to be 9 and 8. To make a chance at yeah. the playoffs. Yeah. problem is where does that third win come? The Chiefs, the Cowboys, or the Bill, or they, the Dolphins? they only got
1: to get one. This game is... If they win this week, it you depend- could start thinking of them yeah. being in the playoffs. Right? I think it depends on whether or not they have a winning record against the Dolphins.
2: What do you mean? I think they lost to the Dolphins. With the first. No, they not beat the Dolphins. Them. Because the
1: Dolphins can't beat teams with winning records. Yeah. That's kind of been their handicap for the past two, three years. But the Dolphins have it easy. Uh, oh no, they don't either. It's,
0: what do they got? They got the Commanders, and the Titans. and That's how I think they seal the division because the Commanders, Titans, and Jets—they could seal the division yeah. there. But then I think it's going to be rough stretch here: Cowboys, Ravens, uh, Finns. So if they get upset once or twice, we could see a final stretch for the, for the for the division. It could be a last game effort to make the playoffs for the division.
2: I would like to see it. It'd be fun. I think the Bills win that game. At the end of the year if the both those teams It's a battle the for win. the
0: division for the playoffs, but I think Bills win it. Which is incredible. Which
2: is wild to say.
0: If the Finns right now at eight and three find a way to they would have to see if eight and three though, they'd really have to to really crap the bet at the end.
2: They'd have to lose three games.
0: And you could see two in the Cowboys and Ravens.
2: But the commanders well, just like just, Josh Allen just has to win one. Tua only has to just lose one. And it's wide open. And it's and it's right there. Because I
0: don't think they beat the Ravens or Cowboys.
2: I don't think so. But either. I also, I hope not. I think there's a shot. Just I think, like Josh Allen has a shot to lose to the bad teams. Just give me Kyle
1: Hamilton, Tyreek Hill one-on-one, lock him down. You're going to throw a safety on him? I don't know. I don't know who can cover him. Do you know who no, can cover him? Exactly!
2: But Kyle Hamilton, you might as well just throw yourself out there.
1: Yeah, but Kyle Hamilton
2: has doing really good this year, so he has. But that's not this style of play. Here's my problem. You're right, it's not.
0: Here's my problem with the Finns, and I keep saying this. They run the same three plays. That's why no, they, they lose don't. against
2: good teams. No, they don't.
0: But like the same three types of plays. They th- I have never I have Pass, seen run or QB run? No, no, no. This is what I've seen every game. Pass runner kick. I've seen this play every game. It is a deep out or a deep crosser route by Hill where he throws it and nobody's there because no one can keep up with them on the deep crosser route. When they face good teams, there's a corner in zone waiting for the pick. That's every time I watch the Finns play, and it's incomplete. And then I don't un- know if
2: they're just game planning for crosser routes, though. It's just it happens to be a money same, route for him. It's,
0: it's just if you're able to prepare. and That's why the uh, Finns offense struggles and they have to out-talent the Patriots because when it's actual like doing those cheap plays... They, it's ridiculous. They, oh, Patriots get pick after pick after pick. Problem is then they out-talent them because, of course, they're more talented yeah, than us. Easily. To. But that's why I'm like, just one good coach and the Finns struggle because yeah. they, the offense isn't that creative. It's a lot of bells them. and whistles. It's a lot of talent they run off of. That's why I think to myself, the defense is well-coached. The defense of the Dolphins is well-coached. That is a really good fundamental defense.
2: It's a good defense. It's slept on.
0: The offense is by far just backyard football, it feels yeah, like. Yeah, it's yeah. backyard football, so when you get a, a team with a brain on defense, they struggle. So that's why, that's what I think about a lot. That they're so talented on both running, and they have so many running backs and receivers. So that's what I think about that. But I think we've had enough with the NFL, right?
2: What does that entail?
0: Moving on to the NBA. Let's go! Yeah, so the NBA has a power rankings released for last week. And I got to say it's pretty obvious who's number 1 is the Boston Celtics. Number 2 is the Philadelphia 76ers. 3 is the Denver Nuggets. 4 is the Minnesota Timberwolves. 5 Bucks, 6 Thunder, 7 Suns, 8 Magic, 9 Mavs, uh, 8 Magic, 9 Mavericks and 10 Heat. So that's the top 10 in the NBA right now. Who do you guys think who isn't in the top 10? will eventually become part of the top ten in the NBA, and who do you think is kind of overplaying right now?
2: Well, can we talk about which young teams are going to slow down and which young teams are going to keep going? Yeah. Orlando Magic? They're going to slow down. I think they're I think they legit. You think they're legit? I like Paulo. I like Wagner. I like a lot of their young pieces, and I think they've finally put it together. I mean, they've had 12 years of high draft picks. They should be putting it together. Cole Anthony looks good. Markel Fultz actually looks somewhat decent. He almost revitalized his career. He's okay. He's okay. He's okay. But that's all he needs. Exactly. Yeah. He's the backup veteran presence.
0: My problem with them is I just don't, they don't seem to, they click now, but the problem is, is when wear and tear of the NBA season hits. That's what I'm nervous about with. The magic, Fair. And of course. I like, didn't
2: say they have a shot at the championship.
0: No, no, that's not what I'm saying. I but to they're keep it going stay
2: at their current level, I like them as a four-five.
0: I could see them hitting six-seven area. Okay, I see them making the playoffs, but I just don't see it being a top ten team. Do you know what I mean? I yeah. think they're going to have their good weeks and their, be- and, but I think they're going to have a stretch eventually.
2: Are you buying that Minnesota's finally clicking? No, no, not at all. Not Me even, either. Not even. What's in the with finest.
0: that? Because the problem with Minnesota. Is they have their, the
2: second best record in the league, but I'm just they're, not they're
1: playing really, really well to good. start the season. But,
2: but they're the, always they love shooting themselves in the foot in Minnesota. They're the Jazz of two years ago, I guess. I mean, it's just that first of all, there's always been rumors that the Minnesota Timberwolves hate working. They don't go in. They don't perfect their craft. They don't do any of that. And I, you've heard it a lot of a lot of different times, a lot of different ways and now with this team led by pretty much led by Anthony Edwards who is a ball hog. Ball hog and just not a great personality that you want around your team. 26.2 points per game. He's a good player, great player, really good. But, but then you have Rudy that's... Gobert who is a liability if he's not blocking shots. Can't score, can't play perimeter defense. And really not the best personality either. Yeah, Cat, who is the biggest... Cat is just kind of fraudulent. He, I really like him, he's but he's broken just, glass. He's not tough. He's There's done. no toughness.
0: He's broken glass on defense. Not like broken glass injury-wise, but he's broken glass as a player because it's just, he's, just, he's so sensitive, it feels like. He is. And the problem with Anthony Edwards, you said 26 points, 5 points per game, you said? 26.2 points per 20, game. That is not enough for your ball
1: hog.
2: Yeah. Not enough. Per shot, that's not enough points. Not enough but, points also, I don't know if you've
1: seen who they've already beat to, you know, help the, with their being legitimate argument. They beat the Heat. They beat the Nuggets. They've beat the Celtics. They beat the Warriors twice then. They did lose to the Suns, but then they beat the Sixers. They beat the Grizzlies. You know, the next game's so against the Jazz. The, the, the but, Grizzlies
2: are the worst team in the NBA.
1: I know, but I'm just kind of like looking through that that game. They kind of dominated, so
2: yeah. I figured I'd throw it in no, the Knicks. I just, I'm not buying it. I don't I don't believe in Minnesota, and I want to. It's my Western Conference team. I like rooting for them, but they're just—they're
0: horrible. The, the problem with the uh, the Warriors, by the way, saying that they beat the Warriors. The Warriors are playing like Warriors look bad right it's now. Bad. Clay Thompson, I think it's Father Time's called him. Yeah. It's it's bad, it's bad over there. So I know, but they're legitimate wins. You could, they got they're legitimate they wins. They beat the Nuggets by twenty.
2: They beat the Heat. They beat the Nuggets. They beat the Celtics. Yeah. And they beat the Sixers. That one's a good one. That's another legit one.
0: That was another legit one.
2: They're beating the teams they need to beat. They, no, absolutely. Listen, they, they're they 13-4 and four for a reason. But the issue isn't how they've done so far. The issue is, will they keep it going? No. I don't buy it. I think they'll be a six seed, seven seed, somewhere in that area.
0: But which team that's also very surprising is that it finally feels like after a long rebuild, the... Thunder have kind of figured it out.
2: The Thunder have figured it out, and I think it's pretty much here to stay. Assuming that Chet stays healthy.
0: The, assuming Chet stays healthy
2: and... And is, Giddy can stay on the court.
0: They, their problem is behind the scenes. That's the problem with OKC, obviously, with Josh Giddy, but...
2: The situation has improved. It has? Allegedly. Apparently, the girl lied about her age. I've heard different things where it might not even be the right girl. There's a lot of cloudiness over it, at least now. Before it was clear and cut, he was. The worst. Guilty. <laughs> yeah. At least now there's some question marks. Which is, while an improvement, still not good.
1: Yeah, still not great. I know there's an official police yeah. investigation starting up. I yeah. saw that report. But that's in why
2: the A. Thunder actually kept him on the court because the girl did lie about her age. So they're not saying, you know. Presumably. Yeah, of course. This is all alleged. I mean, we, we could be. This could all be wrong. But that's why the Thunder had kept him on the court so far.
0: Imagine we asked her. That would have been crazy.
2: <laughs> yeah, we're having her on the pod next weekend. <laughs> guys. Um, do we buy that Dallas is clicking? Uh, No. Nope. Me either.
0: Dallas, again, is just a good ball hog. They just have a good ball hog. And,
2: and Luca and Kyrie. They,
0: it's not. It's not and Mark
2: Cuban just sold. He did, but he's remaining the head of basketball operations. He is, but he sold the majority stake. He sold the majority stake, which I thought was weird.
0: He sold it for like two billion dollars. Three point five billion.
1: He didn't even buy it for a billion.
0: Bought it for two hundred and eighty five million. I mean
2: it's great, but why now? Uh that's a rich because business
1: mongrel
0: decision. And he
2: sold something else recently too. I know and he this, also this is a sports podcast, and we're talking about Mark Cuban, I know, but he sold something else too. Yeah, yeah, he also is
1: leaving Shark Tank. Yep, that was the other yeah,
2: news. why all right now?
1: He's probably doing something big. Either he's doing something big or some news hasn't broken yet that, you know, is going to be big. That's what happens. That's what Rich people
0: don't say their next move, they just do a bunch of things, and you just hope you can figure out why they're doing
2: this it. This is what we need more generalizations about the class structure in America. That's why we have this podcast.
0: Thank you all for listening. Good night. No
2: All right, so let's just do the opposite here. Do we think Golden State can't put it together?
0: Nope. I think Father Times finally called them. I, I won't ne- bet.
2: Against, I won't bet against Steph Curry. Ne- Never. Yeah.
1: Uh, no, not gonna happen.
2: Team, I'm sorry. Not yet. I'm until to see I see it
1: happen. Until I see them completely collapse in the yeah. playoffs, I do not believe that I can count them out.
2: How about the, tra- uh, the, the Chargers? The Clippers.
0: I think they finally figured it out how to win with that team, thanks to Russell Westbrook. I'm just saying. Um, he was the most. Russ is my favorite. Russ is the most humble guy. You could ever ask for And By the way, one of my favorite things that recently happened with Russell Westbrook is he uh, talked back to a fan. He says, if a fan's going to talk crap to me, I'm going to talk crap right back. But I mess with that. <laughs> I think that's cool. But anyway. Right, so you're a
2: player on the field that's part of he, the game. It's a little, it. a little you dicey. A little dicey. You get in trouble sometimes. I don't hate it. but I think
1: you could talk back. I just can't be physical, obviously. But if they're physical with you, they get arrested and you can't. I think it's something you sign up for when you play the game.
0: Bruh, I would love for a player to talk trash back to me. If I'm talking trash, I hope he talks
1: yeah, back Yeah, I agree. I think it's cool. Yeah, but, you know, you're a hyper sports fan. You, not everyone who's going to a game is like that.
2: But most people who are talking during the game usually are. are. Yeah, if you're talking during the game... You usually have to know something about what you're talking about.
1: Yeah. Really, how many baseball games have we gone to where he's just heckled and that just That is nodded? true, and I'm usually the loudest and I know the least. Yes. <laughs> I
0: think that the Clippers are still not going to do anything with what they're going with, but thanks to Russell Westbrook, they've finally found a way to make it work that we never thought could happen. Yeah. Good kudos to him, man. But I think the team that's low that I find shocking is the Cleveland Cavaliers. I'm a little shocked they're that low.
2: They're ranked 17. I thought they were going to. Uh, I thought they were going to, you know, start turning it up this year. Donovan Mitchell, Jared Allen looks like he's, you know, an actual good center. Evan Mobley's good. They still have Garland? Uh, yes. They still have Garland, who's a you know, good player. He's a solid uh,
0: second guard to a yeah. superstar. Yeah. It just doesn't seem like it's just working, which is weird. I don't know if it's the chemistry is just off, or I don't know what's wrong. It, it can just, be
2: such a small thing that could be off in basketball, and it could you know, destroy, destroy your team. Yeah.
0: And then next year you fix it, and yep. then you're the best team in the league. That's yeah. how it works. But I just don't think they have it. And then of course everyone always has to mention them is the Lakers. They're twelve. Do we think they'll be better, or do you think
2: that's right where they stay, or worse? I think they're going to be hovering right around that, you know, ten to six mark in the in the West. I agree. I agree. There's still going to be plenty of games where LeBron decides to drop forty. LeBron for is no reason. You know, he might be old, but he still is LeBron. AD is still made of glass.
0: Like you're hyping them up. Hades <laughs> <laughs> still is so unreliable. But yeah. So are you guys ready for what I think is the most fun thing to ever happen to the history of Deer Hollow Heroes game time? You guys ready? Well, I can take it a little. Bit. Wow, well that was hype <laughs> that I've never seen before. <laughs> Uh, man, we're rusty, man. It's been two weeks. We're kind
2: of... Not me. I'm doing great. Yeah.
0: You're doing phenomenal, Liam. Great job, sweetie.
1: I thought Rusty was the tree that's outside our house. We are going to play... this. For context, we named the tree outside our house Rusty.
2: We're going to play the game. It's <laughs> not really context. It's not. You just explained it again.
0: We are going to play the game. What we are thankful for. Cue the music.
2: Welcome. What is this, NPR? What was that? (laughs) This
0: is The Gobble Game Welcome to what we're thankful for Here I will ask you all To tell me What in this sports 2023 year Were you all most
2: thankful for And least thankful for Oh god, I'm a Giants fan This isn't going to go well (laughs) So, Liam Meekum.
0: What are you most thankful for? I want to know what and why.
2: Uh. Oh, God. The Eagles are really good. The Giants stink. The Cowboys are really good. This has been a horrible season. Um. I guess I'm thankful that. See, this is, comes with a caveat, too, that Daniel Jones is not our starting quarterback currently, but he had to, you know, pretty much die to. Become not our starting quarterback, and we owe him forty million dollars next year. I so.
0: I find it very funny that you're not thankful for the Miami Heat making the NBA. Oh, I thought we were talking finals. about the NFL. Talking about sports. Oh, well, can you? <laughs> can the you
2: talk? I, <laughs> I want to punch you
1: in something. the head.
0: What's wrong with my accent?
1: <sighs> you you always get angry when I do an accent, but when you do it, it's perfectly fine.
2: And I would just also like to point out this is our second take at a game because our first game. Was how far they'll go? Uh, NBA uh, in season in season tournament, and it went horrible. There was nothing to talk about because the in season tournament sucks. So that's what I'm least thankful for. What I'm most thankful for, yeah, I, I would most certainly then be the Heat making the finals. That was an awesome run.
0: Why from you- playing
2: game all the way and just, I mean, we battled all season to even make the playoffs. Didn't think we were going to get in to go all the way past the great teams we faced all the way to the finals. I mean, we lost, but that's what I'm most thankful for.
0: So you're least thankful? Oh my oh God! Drop, drop the accent. accent.
2: <laughs> you're,
0: <laughs> you're least thankful for the in-season tournament.
1: I I can't.
2: I I guess. Probably no. I'm least thankful for either the Giants' performance this season or the Giants paying Daniel Jones. All right,
0: all right, Rob. So, what is are you kidding me, <laughs> Rob? What is your what are you most thankful for, and what are you least thankful for this year?
1: I'm gonna go with least thankful. I just want to get out of the way because this is the season of thanks. But the thing I'm least thankful for was the Yankees trade deadline because it was non-existent. It really c- cemented that we weren't trying for the rest of the year in the eyes of Brian Cashman, and that was just giving up on the baseball season right then and there. The thing I was most thankful for this year in sports is that we had the World Baseball Classic, which brought a lot of eyes to baseball, but not just that, but it ended in the most storybook way it could have. Shohei Ohtani striking out Mike Trout to win the whole thing. It was phenomenal. It was phenomenal storytelling. I'm
2: shocked you didn't go Ravens, but that's a great answer.
1: Well, the season's not over yet. True. And it was... Just storybook in every way possible. It was peak baseball. Fair
2: enough.
0: What I'm least thankful for is Mac Jones and the Patriots offense killing me inside week in and week out. I feel like that's pretty...
1: Yeah. That that was my runner-up for most thankful.
0: (laughs) 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 And what I am most thankful for is probably watching... Wow, man, all my teams stunk like Yeah, they all stunk. (laughs) All my teams have sucked this year. But what I am most thankful for is I got to witness a really good NBA Finals, got to witness a really good NFL season so far, and uh, the MLB postseason was really incredible. So I got to say, as a sports year, it was extremely fun to watch, but the problem is is my teams all sucked, but it was fun to watch sports season, so
1: I'm thankful And for that. one thing we are all thankful for are all the people who listen to our podcast. Absolutely. Thank you for listening. I just want to say this week, or actually today, Spotify Wrapped came out, and my mom is kind of upset about it. I just got a text from her. She said, how am I only in the top 8% of Dear Hollow Heroes listeners? She's listened to every episode, and she's only in the That's top awesome. 8%. That's, That's awesome. awesome. That, is, that is awesome. But she said, are there people listening to m- listening to it Please. twice to get get there ahead may of be. me? There, may there be. There might be. And if you are listening to this podcast twice, thank you. And Ben, <laughs> if this is just you playing it on a loop in the background, On
2: three why? different accounts. <laughs> <laughs> No, yeah, He's smiling very, like he does No, very, I don't. Very no. thankful for the pod blowing. No, very thankful for everyone who listens. And let us know what you guys are thankful for. Hit us up. We like uh, we like seeing the comments and all the interaction. But we
1: really are. It It is awesome that we just get to do this. You know, we're, we're doing this just to have fun so we can talk sports more than we typically do, which is still a lot. Yeah. I, I'm in it for the money. <laughs> I'm in it for the fame.
0: <laughs> Rob's in it for the... I was
1: invited. (laughs) (laughs) I I can't turn down an invitation. It's one of my (laughs) weaknesses.
0: Well, anyway, (laughs) thank you to all the people that listen. We appreciate you all, and we're most thankful for you guys, and least thankful for the haters that hate our podcast.
2: We love the hate. We feed off of that.
1: Um. (laughs) All right, we just don't have haters. We just have people who haven't listened yet. or listen correctly. How do you how do you how do you listen correctly? <sighs> With your ears.
0: Alright, locks and upsets, guys. God, that was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> <I, sighs> Alright, guys. What do you guys have for your locks and upsets of the week? Of course, coming into this, I'm not gonna lie to you guys. Completely forgot what our locks and upsets were last week, so I'll give you an update on our standings next week. <sighs>
2: Liam, do you even know what our standings are before last week? Uh, I could give you pretty good guesses. Fair. I'm winning. Y'all are losing. Uh, with no, You're the t- winning the upsets one Rob,
0: you me. are losing completely. You're like, losing the locks. You're losing the upsets. You're losing if we're going off of total wins, you're losing, Rob. But if we're going off of locks uh, and upsets, like single-handedly, you're last in locks and
1: first in upsets.
0: But total, you're losing. But anyhow.
1: <clears throat> okay. So I can get on the right track. My lock of the week: Kansas City Chiefs over the Packers. Is hm. it get right week for you? Yeah, I, they're supposed to be locks for a reason.
2: What do you got? Yeah, I'm gonna need a minute. I haven't said grow yet this episode, so. Oh, good. I'm glad we got one in. Do, do, do,
0: do, 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 do. <clears throat> um.
2: All right, I'm a little pressed for time, so I'm just gonna give you a more obvious one than I normally do.
0: What?
2: Um, let me get St. Raphael over Chartres on uh, the France Star League. Uh, it's a handball league located in France. Uh, the game's at uh, Friday at 2 p.m. So tune in. Um, a lot of good handball played.
0: What's wrong with you, man?
2: <laughs> How do you find these? What do you mean? Without fail. They're minus 200. How do you not take that? It's not about the line. I'm not upset about the line.
1: I'm upset about how you keep finding these obscure leagues around <laughs> the world.
2: It's not even American handball. It's not Canadian handball. Well, no, it's French. If you want to watch the best handball in the world, you go to France. No, you don't! That's just obvious. Who
0: wants to watch handball?
2: We. Oui. The French. We, oui,
0: we. Oui. Ben, what's your lock? So I have. The Vancouver Canucks defeating the... What are they
2: called? Oh Oh. my god. You
1: just wanted to say the word Canuck,
2: (laughs) and now you're lost. Oh my god.
0: Alright, I'm going to start over. So, my lock of the week is the Vancouver Canucks defeating the Calgary Flames on Saturday in the NHL. So, our upsets. I'll go first. I have... One second, sorry. I was going to, need to get to it. I have the Denver Broncos defeating the Houston Texans.
1: My upset. Uh, this
2: Saturday in college basketball, I have Rutgers upsetting Illinois. I got the Jazz over the Grizzlies tonight. I don't know how the Grizzlies are favored in any game.
1: Wednesday, November 29th. And who's yours, Rob? Rutgers over Illinois this
0: Saturday.
2: We've we got to get Rob off the show.
0: We'd like to thank you all for listening to our episode. And, if, and I'm sorry. <laughs> about uh,
1: what was that? What do you, you do? This is. I can't wait for next week's episode. Now. This is going
0: to be a long edit. <laughs> We'd love to thank you all for listening to our podcast. And if, of course, if you want to reach out to us, you can reach us on socials at Dear Hollow Heroes or email us through dearhollowheroes at gmail.com Message Justin, let us know what you think of the topics we discuss or take of your own. Listen to us on most platforms where you get your podcasts. And as always, I want to thank Liam Meekum and Rob Kelly for being a part of this episode. And we'll see you all
1: next week. Peace out. Don't let us have a podcast. Let's go.